0: This is a Reconstructionist radio production. Please visit calcedon.edu forward slash store to download this book or purchase a physical copy. Intellectual Schizophrenia, Culture, Crisis and Education by Russus J. Rushtuni. Copyright 1961, Dorothy Rushtuni and the Rushtuni Irrevocable Trust. Calcedon, Ross House Books. Appendix 5 Montgomery's School Question In 1886, Zachariah Montgomery, Assistant Attorney General of the United States, published his educational views. The School Question A native of Kentucky and a resident of California, Montgomery for years waged a strenuous and able campaign against statist education, and a brief review of his arguments is of historical value his approach had three main aspects. First, he carefully developed the statistical argument declaring that a correlation existed between statist education and the rise of delinquency, criminality and suicide. States which had last gone over to public schools showed a low rate in each instance. He commented on the situation in New York as reported in 1881 by the United States Commissioner of Education. Quote, From this statement, it would appear that the cost of public school work in the state of New York increases in an inverse ratio to the number of pupils taught, while, as we have seen, crime increases in direct proportion to such cost. Second, Montgomery challenged the right of the state to enter into the field of education in that this was a parental concern. The children did not belong to the state and the implications of status education were definitely that they did, and Montgomery quoted educators to that effect. Montgomery felt that, quote, there is no kind or degree of communism so utterly revolting as that which, for educational purposes, virtually asserts a community of title, not only to the property, but also to the children of the private citizen. Yet this, unfortunately, is the communism of America, a communism having for its main trunk an educational system the most ruinously expensive and the most demoralizing that the world ever saw, End quote. Montgomery was fearful of the implications of the developing statism. He called attention to the changes in definitions of such words as constitution, union, and federal in Webster's Dictionary from 1859 to 1886. In 1859, for example, Webster defined Constitution thus quote, In free states, the Constitution is paramount to the statutes or laws enacted by the legislature, limiting and controlling its power, and in the United States, the legislature is created and its powers designated by the Constitution. End quote. By 1886, this definition had been completely discarded for a radically different one. Quote, the principle or fundamental laws which govern a state or other organized body of men and are embodied in its written documents are implied in the institutions or usages of the country or society. Quote. In terms of this amended definition, Montgomery observed, quote, The rising generation no longer look upon the written constitution as a source and limit of legislative power, but, on the contrary, the mere usages of society are raised to the dignity of constitutional law. End quote. Third, Montgomery believed in private education as the means of furthering the life of the state, school, and church. Although a Roman Catholic, he was militantly opposed to any attempt by that church or any church to secure public funds for parochial or private schools. In that this was as status a course as outright state schools in that it implied that the children were the state's concern and belonged to the state rather than parents. Quote We utterly deny that the state has any children. It is true, by a fiction of the law in use in England, bastard children are sometimes called the children of the people. And if one intends to say that the property of the state should bear this burden of educating the state's bastard children, we shall urge no particular objection. But then the question arises what is the property of the state? Surely it is not the property of the private citizen. If the state owns all the property which we have heretofore supposed belong to individual citizens the reign of communism has already begun. If, as seems to be claimed the state owns all the children and all the property too we can see no good reason why she may not and ought not in common fairness to make an equal distribution of her own property amongst her own children. After all, this is the true theory upon which rests this communistic system of public schools. Lest some argue that in an enlightened or Christian state these dangers were not as real or limitations as necessary as in pagan or pre-Christian societies, Montgomery made it clear that Christianity gave no new rights to the state nor any additional powers, and that no pagan prince ever gained any new right over his subjects by baptism. An attempt was made by Senator Ingalls of Kansas to block Montgomery's appointment in view of these opinions, but the move failed thoroughly, and he served during Grover Cleveland's administration. The issues with regard to education were not as clear-cut in Montgomery's day in that local control of schools was still so strong and transportation so slow That the state and its power sometimes seemed very remote. Thus, while he had extensive support, his effort failed. In the minds of too many people, the implications of statism were not yet sufficiently apparent for the warning to seem other than alarmist.
1: The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology.